gentlemen, we'll begin our final descent. As we prepare for landing, please make sure your seatbelt is fastened and your seat back and tray tables are stowed. Also this time, please put away all carry-in items, including laptop and devices of similar size for landing. landing. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, prepare to enter Culturama with Diva. Hello, Culturama listeners, and welcome to this exciting episode of Culturama with Diva, where simplicity is the best thing. This program isn't sponsored by Enasantum Entertainment, but it is sponsored by a different company today. Don't worry guys, Enasantum is still a part of us, but we have another sponsor on board. You guys will know more about that in the shortest possible time. But my guest today is Mr. Saddam Ahmed from Australia. Hi Saddam. Hi Tanika, how are you? Great. Now, guys, this is a combination of inspirational moments, entrepreneur slash picture business idea, and what do you do? Now, Saddam has a really super interesting story to tell us. Now, Saddam, tell us about your interesting life. I see you were born in Somalia. Yeah, thanks, Tanika. Well, thanks for having me on the podcast, first of all. It's good to be with you. And yeah, I was uh, born in Somalia, but I came to Australia very, very young, about three and a half or four and a half years old, uh, back in 1996. And yeah, this has been my home away from home since then. Tell us, what was life like for you, your boy days? Uh, how, did, how did you end up being blind? Tell us about that. Yeah, sure. I, I, I actually, I wasn't born blind. I was actually fully sighted, you know, when I when I was younger. But uh, unfortunately, at a very young age, I fell ill, uh, you know, with uh, a combination of tuberculosis and whooping cough. And uh, unfortunately, uh, you know, I was very sick for a number of months, almost a year or so, and uh, at the age of two. And unfortunately... You know, I recovered from the illness, but it took my eyesight. So, yeah, that's how I became blind, you know, from a very young age. Could you tell us now about, uh, you know, your primary school and high school years? How did you manage uh, growing up as a blind person? Yeah, sure. So I actually had a, a, a mixed education. Uh, when I say mixed, I, you know, I went to what we call mainstream regular school, you know, when I was younger. But I also attended the blind school and I think that was very important, you know, when I was younger because it gave me a lot of, you know, blindness skills like how to operate, you know, jaws and I'm a, <clears throat> a very passionate braille reader. You know, I think braille is very important for a blind person. So I was able to pick up, you know, braille at a very young age, maybe around five or four or five, I started reading braille and I'm a, I'm a fluent braille reader. And uh, then after that, I attended also a regular uh, mainstream high school, you know, up to the uh, 
up to the 12th grade here. And uh, then I actually attended, uh, uh, from there I attended university, yeah, which I'm you know, still pursuing. So um, I think overall I had a very good education and I think it's very important to, uh, for people you know, who are blind or indeed who have other, you know, who are different, other, differently abled. I think it's important for them to be mainstreamed as, as much as possible because uh, you know, at the end of the day, people who are sighted, you'll be dealing with people who are sighted. And so, yeah, overall, yeah, overall, I think it was a, it was a pretty good education overall. Okay, Salam, so tell us about your college life. What, what, what was life like in college? Um, how did you manage? What are some of the accessibility stuff you had to assist you? I get around with a cane. You know, the, the two options, you know, I guess, are either a seeing eye dog you know, which a lot of people from Britain or the United States uh, use. But I actually prefer, at this stage of my life, I prefer to use a cane. So I get around using a cane and uh, I have been trained, you know, by a, a specialized trainer, which we call Orientation Mobility Specialist or O&M. And she has trained me to get around. And for the most part, you know, I live in a pretty accessible city. So I, I catch the uh, subway, you know, from my place and uh, travel into the city uh, also you know when i was working for a while uh in a previous job i also attended uh you know my job via subway and yeah for the most part you know it has its ups and downs but for the most part i you know i think um traveling into, into the cbd here is very good and uh, the university who i work for as well currently it's very accessible you know they're uh uh, many tools to assist people uh, from you know getting around. So the cane, I think, is one of my most important tools, uh, tools of the trade. Apart from that, I'm a NVDA user. Uh, I use NVDA a lot in, in my work uh, with clients. Um, I'm also a Jaws user. Uh, you know, I've dabbled with using the Mac. Uh, I'm an iPhone user as well. So I think my iPhone is really, really, uh, really important in, in, in my day-to-day -day life. And I also use a couple of Braille displays here uh, for communication and um, clarity when I need to proofread. I use applications like Ira and Be My Eyes. So yeah, those are probably the tools of my trade. And I think things are pretty accessible. You know, if you approach your college professor with any questions or if you have any problems, uh, I find that if I explain my blindness um, a lot of the professors are very, very, very uh, uh, eager to assist. And yeah, I live alone here by myself. So it, it's fantastic. Uh, I think college life is very good. I spent a semester on campus, but I uh, currently live in my own apartment currently here. And um, yeah, that's going very well. So I think, yeah, college life is fantastic. And I think everyone should experience college at some stage. It's, it's fun. Oh, that's so sweet. So, Saddam, so I was looking at your motto, if you can dream it, live it. You stand by that really strong, strongly. Tell us the meaning behind that motto. I think it's an important thing. I think, you know, if you, if you have something to pursue, you know, uh, whatever you want to do, I think you shouldn't let your blindness or any uh, impediment hold you back. You know, you should, you should go for it and uh, really, really pursue things because, you know, uh, we only live once, so I think it's very important to have goals and have aspirations and to be able to, you know, to, to follow those things. And, you know, I think people that are blind, uh, 
it's uh it, it is a challenge no doubt about that but i think at, at the same time it shouldn't hold you back and you know you should it, you shouldn't be defined by it and i think that you should you should definitely pursue whatever you need and you know i know i know a lot of blind people who are musicians and some are attorneys and you know some one of them is a judge so yeah i think there's a, a range of different people out there and yeah they haven't let their you know blindness hold them back so you know i think the biggest one is helen keller you know she was death blind and yes. she did a, a lot of remarkable things so yeah i think that you know yeah it, you should you should definitely pursue your dreams and uh, you know uh you know you should definitely push always push for things um and sh- you know change the status quo if you can so you hold an honorary diploma in business and law am i right yeah that is correct yeah i hold a, a, a diploma honorary diploma business and law from the uh, rmit university uh i've done you know some short courses as well and i've also working towards my undergraduate degree uh in international business uh which i think also you you might have also done something in international business yes so, yes uh, <laughs> it, it 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 is uh yeah it, it's going so it's going very well and uh you know i i obtained that diploma from rmit and you know uh it was a very good experience and yeah ho- hopefully one day i will do my mba as well so i'm looking forward to that in the future so why those courses you know what do you find interesting in them well you know i like business i you know my family has a business background and uh you know I, you know finance and what what makes the world move around really interests me uh and the law <clears throat> the law part of the of the diploma was very interesting as well because you know you get to learn about human rights and tax law and uh you know uh family law and that kind of thing so <clears throat> it was it was a good mixture it's good combination but my passion is business i really like you know to see what the, what makes the world go around and the economy and you know we 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 made by money so i think it's a really to the really interesting time to uh to look at that and it was just a very interesting course when you know when when the course advisor explained it to me but i yeah, i really enjoy business and you know enjoy international business particularly and you know and also also a multicultural you know how different people uh in different countries do business like you know how you do business in melbourne is very different to how you do business in tokyo your name saddam is there a meaning behind your name well yeah it's actually really interesting because when i was Go ahead. Uh, unwell uh when i was unwell uh you know a couple of people from iraq actually helped me out and they actually paid for my medical treatment you know over $10,000 so my mother actually decided to to come with Saddam you know in in honor of the the late Saddam Hussein you know who is no longer with us and uh you know that was basically uh you know her her gift to the Iraqi people because they actually helped me through my illness so yeah that that's that that's the story behind that So you worked for Apple in the past as a technical consultant. Plus what was it like there? You know, what did you do? What was the experience, you know, like working for Apple really was a, a fantastic opportunity and you know, I still talk to my friends at Apple and 
have a good relationship with them and uh that was actually my first job you know uh post high school and it was a very good you know it 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 uh, was a little bit unexpected you know because i was a little bit down you know back then and you know a little, little, little bit uh down and, and and a bit depressed and you know i just got this email from a friend of mine and she said you should apply you know you have you have the good technology skills and i had the interview and you know i got the role and it was really a, my transformation you know to better things and yeah i actually worked from home uh where i had an office set up and it was really 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 fantastic to be part of the apple brand you know apple's worth a trillion dollars now so it was fantastic to you know have worked with them and really really you know a challenging job you know because you have to deal with a lot of calls and uh, you know deal with a lot of sometimes angry customers and that kind of thing but it was a really uh, a, a great job and I'm really grateful to Apple for giving me the opportunity to work with them and uh, yeah it was it was really fantastic to help customers because at the end of the day you know the person on the other end of the line is a human being and you know they want assistance and I was able to help them and uh, it was also very good to learn on the job uh, as well and and think on my feet and do a lot of critical thinking and be able to yeah help customers but that was a, a fantastic job and I really enjoyed it tell us in your opinion who is an entrepreneur an entrepreneur would be you know someone who can uh you know someone who can uh, pitch a good idea and and bring it to fruition and who you know has business acumen and actually to that end I started my own business in 2019 you know it is called accessible technology solutions llc and it is actually a adaptive technology or uh consulting uh, business i run it with my good friend yaya uh in the states and it basically is a, a you know we're a company that is dedicated to helping people who are blind so you know we help people uh remotely you know both remotely and in person uh to get the best out of their technology because i think as a, as a blind person if you have good technology skills you know the world is really moving very fast and i think having good technology skills is really important so we help people with the mac we help them with jaws we help them with nvda uh we help them with the iphone uh you know braille equipment whatever is required and it's really designed to assist people to get get the most out of the technology and, and and to get them independent and to get them job ready so we're very proud of proud of that and it's something that I'm hoping to grow in the future to maybe have an international uh office somewhere and yeah we're we're very passionate about that so that's my company in you know in a summary what you mind sharing with us what are what are some of your strengths and weaknesses um when you started this business we're we're primarily an online company so the covid lockdown or the pandemic hasn't affected us too badly but of course it has affected our revenue uh you know for the end of financial year and you know we unfortunately haven't made as much or i have made as much money as i'd hoped when i started the company but at uh you know we're looking at growth you know hopefully when this is over and uh we're hoping to you know to bring more people into the company and 
to grow from there. But I think uh, we were 90% online already. So the impact hasn't been too bad, hasn't been too bad, but it has affected us a, uh, a little bit, you know, with our bottom dollar and, you know, and the financial year and the profit we've been able to make. But I think the strength is that we, we were online, you know, anyone can reach us at www.festivaltechnologyservices.com. And so we have a big Facebook presence. We are on Twitter. And so, yeah, we, we really reach out to our customers via online, right? Uh, mainly Facebook and our website and Twitter and, and, and email lists. So that's where we have the biggest presence. So for us, uh, uh, online is really important to us, but yeah, the face-to-face, you know, going to people's homes and work uh, and helping them face-to-face definitely has slowed down. How do you help them online? So say, for example, a person who is a, a new user of JAWS or NVD, how do you help them to navigate it online? Well, Tanika, you know, these programs, they have remote capabilities. So NVIDIA has the, what's called the NVIDIA remote, which is basically I can actually connect to your computer. So I could be, you know, uh, two streets away or, or I could be a continent away, but I can still connect to your computer and I can actually listen to what you're listening to straight from the comfort of my own office. So we utilize that and the same feature is, uh, is built into JAWS. It's called JAWS Tandem. And... Uh, we can actually connect to someone's computer, we connect to the client's computer, or the customer's computer, and we can assist them uh, from where where I am or where my colleagues are. And it's a great way of troubleshooting because you're able to hear, and if you have a braille display, you're able to read uh, what's happening from the computer. And it's a great way to, to, to assist the client, but also to reinforce concepts um, that you may uh, teach them. So. Yeah, these tools really are very empowering and we use them to great effect here. So as a businessman, has this COVID-19 taught you a valuable lesson? If so, what is that? Yeah, I, I think it's taught us that, you know, we, we can't be complacent and, you know, this virus is really, you know, it's taken a lot of people by surprise. So I think that, you know, to have a good online presence to... To, or to also stay mentally healthy, I think it's very important, you know, uh, as not only as a business person, but I think just in general, I think, you know, being surrounded, surrounding yourself with family and taking some downtime to relax, you know, to, to do what you enjoy, maybe have a massage or whatever you enjoy to unwind. I think it's important to do that. Uh, and, you know, that, that gives you a clearer head and then you're able to make better decisions. So, yeah, I, I think it's, it's taken a lot of people by surprise, but hopefully we will, we will come out of this, you know, uh, together at the other end. And yeah, just to keep family close by you and and uh, be able to be agile and you know change with how change with how things that around you are changing. So, but yes, I think it's very important to stay mentally healthy and you know not burn out. What are some of the accessible stuff that Apple has for blind or visually impaired people? How has Apple influenced the blind community's lives in a positive way in regards to technology? Well, I think, yeah, I think they definitely, they, they've done well. Uh, you know, Apple's a very, you know, I'm sure we make a 
make a very small part of the overall Casa base, but in 2009, it's hard to believe that it was, uh, you know, just 2009, it feels like yesterday, but, you know, the iPhone became accessible with, with voiceover, and that is the text-to-speech tool built into all of Apple's products. And I think that has had a, a very big change, not only on Apple, but also on traditional technology uh, vendors like Humanware and other assistive technology companies to build in free access, you know? So I can buy an iPhone or a sighted person can buy an iPhone and we all have the same features built in. You know, we don't have to pay extra. We don't have to pay, uh, you know, large amounts of money to access uh, access things. And so I think having mainstream access is Apple's biggest uh, strength. And yeah, you know, being able to walk up to any of their computers or their, their iPhones or their iPads or their Apple TV. I have a lot of app products here in my house and um, definitely I think the biggest one is the iPhone. It's allowed, it allows me to communicate with people um, and it puts me on a living, level playing field with my sighted colleagues and, you know, sighted friends and uh, what have you. So I think it's, uh, it's an, it, it, Apple's commitment to accessibility is really, really important. Saddam, would you like to leave any tech tips to the people out there? What tech tips you have for them? When you're using a voiceover, uh, you can uh, turn your screen off. Uh, you know, I, I often do this when I'm traveling or just in general. Uh, and to do that, it's a three finger uh, double tap uh, on your screen. Uh, and that will turn the screen off and basically be able to give you, you know, privacy. Uh, and this is called the, the screen curtain. So three finger double tap turn to your iPhone screen off or on. Now, for the bonus excitement, Accessibility Technology Solution is a proud sponsor of this program. How do you feel? What led you to this sponsorship? You know, we're very happy to be on the podcast and yeah, I, I feel good. And, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, more of your listeners will be able to visit our website, website and you know, we, uh, we're very happy to be on board. So thanks for giving us the opportunity to, uh, to work with you guys and to be, to be sponsored by you guys. This is awesome, guys. You can look out for more tech tips from Saddam. Program on Facebook, Twitter, everywhere. So how can persons get in touch with you, by the way? I think the best place is our website. It's www.accessibletechnologies.com solutions.com we are on facebook at accessible technology solutions and my twitter handle is at saddam underscore ahmed 11 on twitter there you have it folks mr saddam ahmed ceo of accessible technology solutions thank you so much for having us on the podcast we really really appreciate it and I really enjoyed uh, speaking with you this afternoon, well, afternoon for me. And uh, I think it's evening for you. Yes. So again, thanks for the opportunity. And we we really are very happy and very thrilled to be on your podcast. And I, I follow your uh, updates 
which I delivered to my email list or my, yes. on my in- inbox, <laughs> on the email list. And, yes. Uh, thank you so much and keep up the good work. Okay, guys, there you have it, Mr. Saddam Ahmed, CEO of Accessible Technology Solutions. Remember, guys, life is a journey. Live good, love God. One love, one heart. Let's get together and feel good. Blessings. Hello, my name is Saddam Ahmed, and I'm the Chief Executive Officer of Accessible Technology Solutions Enterprises. At Accessible Technology Solutions, we offer highly customized training for all your adaptive technology needs, whether it be JAWS for Windows, for someone who's recently gone blind, whether it's learning your Mac, or harnessing the amazing potential of your iPhone using adaptive technology like VoiceOver. For more information, please visit us on the website, www.accessibletechnologysolutions.com. I'm Saddam underscore Ahmed 11 on Twitter at Accessible Technology Solutions Enterprise on Facebook or email us S-A-D-A-M at S-A-D-A-M-A-H-M-E-D.com. Accessible Technology Solutions. Your problems, our solutions.